This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester Fan TV Podcast on YouTube as seen on TalkSport. Talking everything Leicester City. Run by the fans. For the fans. Yes, yeah, so and welcome to the podcast today to Talk Sport by Leicester Fan TV. We're talking about the weekend game. We just played Bournemouth. We lost 2 1. We come off a bounce, winning 4 0 against Nottingham Forest. And then we go straight into the weekend, losing once again from a winning position with an early goal through Dakar. Reedy, how do we go forward from this? How do we progress as a club? I will firstly say I don't think it was Rodgers' fault. Um, well, the word obviously you could say tactics or subs and whatnot, but for me, players just didn't look involved. They didn't want to be the fight ball. Dewsville uh, well mainly for me just didn't look at all interested in the game. Gave away a goal pretty much from being stupidly trying to make a skill or whatever, giving it very well away. Um, and then no one wants to track back. Uh, you, you, you'd maybe say you bored again for the second goal, probably let you down there. But uh, I, mean, I don't know, it's, we've, Casper did that in the past. I don't know if you can probably say that, but I don't know if people are saying that you jumped over the board, which you probably I did. I think but at the moment, the, what we're to come with board is a problem that we're all seeing is he's not the escape goat, but he's, he's becoming that, he's making a lot of errors that they're becoming so noticeable at the moment. It's like, yes, he's making an error. And I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say Ward was the problem for why we lost. Because when you watch the whole build-up, the whole team to that, that whole, the way they scored both goals was poor. Even their third goal that was offside in the end, it was all just, we'll just crumble. As soon as they get any kind of form of attack, we crumble as a club and Jake what do you think about it because you, you were watching the game we experienced it it's tough to take in as a Leicester fan to keep getting into these winning positions we're going to keep crumbling in the final 60 minutes yeah I think that um, against Forest, you could see that they weren't a great team and a 4-0 win against them was great for us for mentality and confidence but we didn't take it into Bournemouth I think a lot of Leicester fans including myself and I think both of you all agree or have said it that the Forest game didn't matter as if we didn't go into the Bournemouth game and also the Palace and the next Leeds game um, with the same attitude and mentality there's been too many times too many times this season where we've gone into a 1-0 winning position 
and then we've just taken our foot off the gas and that's it and we've stopped and slowed down and then we've been penalised for it. I don't understand why and I don't know if this is the players or if it's the manager's way that they've been it's been drilled into them where go one nil up, sit back, take the pressure off and let them attack you, let them come at you. Um, they need the goal so they'll come at you with uh, more intensity, let them tie themselves out and then we'll go again. But every time we do that, it doesn't work. And it's just, it sounds and looks and seems like stubbornness now. And I'm getting to the point where it's just really frustrating because against Forest, we didn't stop until the final whistle. We could have stopped at 2-0, 3-0, but we didn't. We went for the fourth and we got it. Um, and at that point, the game was dead and buried. Forest were never coming back into that game. But against Bournemouth, it's just poor. And like Reedy was saying, some of the players just looked so disinterested. And I'm not. I don't. I genuinely don't know who you can blame. I don't think you can 100% blame Rogers, but I don't think you 100% can't because he's the one that tells them how to play and what to do. I agree to what you say. You can't blame Rogers for the whole thing. At the end of the day, you can sack one manager, but you can't get rid of a team of 25 plus coach plus staff. It's sacking Rogers for me is our best option. Not just because he's underperforming as a manager to we know what he can do, but. It, at the moment, we just need change. Something has to change, otherwise, because we are going to get relegated at the moment under Rogers. I'm sorry, any of Leicester fan who thinks otherwise is deluded because we are going to get relegated. He's not getting goal. the best out of the players. 100% he's not. We've got that team. You saw them against Forest with all the fans backing them. Against Palace this weekend, it's going to be toxic again. Cause it was only because we played Forest was it happy, energetic. We were up for it because they're rivals. Against Palace, it, I think... We slip up if we don't take, even if we take an early lead, it's still going to be quiet, toxic. The players, I think, are going to be disinterested because it's not Nottingham Forest, it's not a rivalry. And I genuinely think Palace, you know, they just come off a win. I think we're going to come and get, you know, lose all three points again at home. The only, the only thing that I can totally blame Rodgers for against Bournemouth is the fact that he just didn't look like we had control of the ball at all in that game. Compared to Forest, we were all over them. But that maybe, maybe to the fact that they were awful, but going into the Bournemouth game, you'd think, get a bit of momentum going. Keep keep that ball and just hopefully get the, the, the win on the, on, the, on, the, on the ball on the belt. But again, you go there, you get the early goal, you think, okay, this is good. But then you just don't have, you don't have the ball. You just didn't have the ball at all. And that is maybe where Rodgers did, as Rodgers said, that... But why would Rodgers ever say don't have the ball? Like for me, you've got to be blaming players for that because if we've not got the ball, Rodgers can't make us have the ball. That's the players. That's down to the players to keep holding, keep holding the ball. I mean, you you were at the game really on Saturday. You went all travelled the way down to support the lads like you do most weekends when it's an away day. It's a long trip to Bournemouth. What three four hour drive on the coach down? You came there. How interested were the players for you as a fan? Did they come over and clap you at the end? What did they do to make you think these lads want to be here at Leicester right now? Um, the performance on the pitch really just showed that they didn't have to, they didn't have to come out at the end. They, they just, they, you can see the performances. Barnes, again, for me, even though apparently he was throwing to get Forest, he just didn't look like he wanted to even run at um, their players. He just didn't look like he wanted to even try. Jewsbury, I think, he did. He put a bit of effort in, but at the time, like, like I say, that that throwing that led to their first goal was just awful. What, why are you trying to skill? And then even if you, even if you, even though you've lost the ball on the line, run back. Don't just stand there 
more global throwing and score a goal it's it's very very poor just to narrow down a little bit on the Jusriel situation I'm not saying since he signed a new contract he's not been good but since he signed a new contract he's not been good (laughs) because at the end of the day he did run his socks off to be the lesser player now he's got that five year deal uh, you know, is he kind of just like, well, I'm I'm set for life now. I don't need to stress. Or is it is it Rogers taking the, you know, the mentality of the spirit that they need out of this team? Because how has Drews Bill gone from six months ago running around the pitch like a headless chicken, chasing every ball, running after it like a dog almost, trying to get his ball back? He was running it to but disinterested. He wasn't even jogging back. Really, he was. He, 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 he's. But that's the difference. What is the difference between him against Forest then? Because he was probably one of our better players against Forest. He was all over the pitch. Rivalry. I think the main thing, the only reason we beat Forest was because one, they are in poor form, and two, they're rivals. No offence to Forest. They've got 20 plus new players. I probably had no idea that it was a rivalry against Leicester. Mm -hmm. But we have a lot of players in our team that did realise this is a big game for us and we need to get, you know, not just get the points, we need to prove a point to the fans. And we've come straight back to how we used to play against Bournemouth, who were. Yes, they were unbeaten before facing us, but we, we could have got something out of that, really. We took an early lead, and yet again, we dropped points from a winning position, yet again. I think when you say that the players are disinterested, who is the one person who's paid £10 million a year to get them interested? Rogers. He Rogers. Is, he's, yeah. he's the man who's meant to get those players motivated and ready for every single game. doesn't matter if you're playing Bournemouth, it doesn't matter if you're playing against Man City. They, he, he should get those players, he should get the best out of those players week in, week out. For that amount of money, I think he should. I, I don't know, I just, I, I don't think him alone can give them what they, as in like, them players and souls, if they want to play football, they should jump up each other week doing that. I don't think Rodgers has, has to be forcing them to play. Are well. they down to all in that? But, you know, no, but like, so you don't think the players on that pitch are playing worse because they want Rodgers to I, No, I, I don't think that at all. I don't, I don't, I don't, there's, I don't there's, think they're down to there's no motivation there at the moment because let's say you're at any workplace, it doesn't matter if you're uh, working in a football club or if you're working at McDonald's or if you're working in a manufacturing company, every business has a manager and that manager is there to organise and lead and set a certain example of how you do things and to get everyone rearing to perform to their best at whatever position, you whatever heard, job they're in. But you and heard what? Doing that, you heard what Evan said and Rogers said against Bournemouth that there was just too many errors and I don't think that you can't blame errors down to Rogers that is the players no, I can't. for doing these little errors I can't, I can't blame Rogers for the errors that were making what, what on the pitch what you can blame Rogers for is starting Danny Ward again it's yeah, but you, you would start that all because of a clean sheet. As much as it might have been a bit of a fluky one, where he was still shaky was, when you go at the game. We would just said he was. It was, it was shaky, but you after a four-nil win and you not conceded goal, you kind of go in there with a bit more confidence. So you now we've lost two-one, and albeit his, some of the mistakes were Danny Ward's. You know, he didn't help the situation. Does Iverson get a chance now? Not under Rodgers, he doesn't, but he should get the chance. Well, let's. We've, I think we've spoken quite a lot about this. I think if now, now looking at the games we have played and the, the mistakes we've made and going from winning positions to now losing, um, how do you feel about the fact that th- how, three years ago, would you have said, if you had looked at the games we played, Bournemouth, Southampton, Brentford, those sorts of games, two, <coughs> two three years ago, you would have looked at those and thought, easy night. 12 months ago. 12 months ago you would have been saying yeah, maybe a bit longer than 12 months ago but I think uh, at least 18 months ago you would have looked at that and thought yeah nine points nothing to worry about now we're going to Crystal Palace in Leeds 
and then we've got Man City. Where does where do the next points come from? Because I'm not confident in any of those games at all. Crystal Palace not doing great, not doing bad. Same with Leeds, not doing great, not doing bad. We're I doing any club. We have to look at it now, where we are second bottom. We're doing so awful in the league now. I don't know where our next points come from, and I don't know how, how long he's, how long Rogers has actually got to turn it around because he got that one win against Forest, and if we'd lost that, I reckon he would have got sacked. But because we because he we won that game, how much how much more credit in the bank does he now have? Well, if we lose against Palace, does he it, stay? It's, it's not the thing. When of, does he go? Can we get points? It's, it's teams like Palace are now going to come to the King Power and say, "We need to get three points here," because they can. Crystal Palace can. I, I assume Zaha's fit. I've not heard if he's injured or not. He's going to come and score. He loves a goal against Leicester. He, he will come and score against us. And you know he'll do a celebration to the fans, a bit like Vardy does, to wind us up. We're not keeping a clean sheet. I said before the Bournemouth game, we'd be lucky to keep a clean sheet against Bournemouth because under Danny Ward, it won't happen. And not just Danny Ward, the back four. I'm going to throw him out for He looked disinterested on Saturday himself. He was jogging back. Evans was, Justin was, Castagna, he seemed okay going forward. Again, we're still playing with the thing we play with. Castagna as a right wing back when we have four in the back. So that right side is so open. Both goals came from that right side being so exposed, but then having three attacking players coming forward. And this is not the first time we've talked about this. We've said this for the past season, this whole season. 12 months ago, we've been saying the same thing. Stuff needs to change. Set pieces. Set pieces are still poor. They're still awful. We've got a new set piece coach in and we still can't defend them. The whole, as Kuntop himself needs to look at the club and think, we're a sinking ship at the moment and we're only going deeper and deeper. And the only way to save us from drowning is to, you know, change the management, change the team. The players we've got are so disinterested. But two years ago, they got us into top five places twice. A semi-final against Roma in the Europa Conference League. And now we're struggling on the same points as Forest, and they're playing Aston Villa. And as of yet, we don't know the score, but we could be dead last yet again in the Premier League. All it takes is Nottingham Forest to draw. Well, I'm going to ask you both one question. Uh, that's really first. Really, do you think we're in a relegation battle? Just yes or no. Do you think, as of today, where we're sat now and looking at the rest of the season, do you think we are in a relegation battle? No. Why? I just. I, I still think Rogers is a good manager. I feel like he can turn this around still. And but we, we've we been saying that you, this, we've had this exact conversation. You said this two months ago. We said this two or three games after. Um, we said this two or three games after um, it started the whole season that we were in a relegation <laughs> battle, and it's just not changed. But the first two, two or three games we played. Really was sat there and had said, Rogers got time, he's got credit in the bank, he's got time to change it, turn it round. Uh, the four games well, passed, he's got, yeah, got time to turn around, season. five games passed, got time to turn around. How long in the season well, do you get? At the end of last that? season, it was, again, we keep going through these patches of, um, you know, stuff where, uh, you know, where we keep having these like pauses in football where stuff evens out like, the end of last season, it was we had a decent run at the end of last season, don't get me wrong, but the past six months before that, we were slipping down and down and down. And I did a review for the BBC and I got slated for it, but when I wrote that, we were in 16th place in the Premier League and we were doing shocking and we only won maybe seven or eight games in the, the last end of the season to push us back up to 8th place. We were only 8th. 
you know, we were 10 points from being 14th in the end. It wasn't much difference last season. Again, it was paving over the cracks. We had the international break after, you know, losing quite badly. Again, you know, 5-2 um, to Bournemouth and then was it 6-2 to Spurs as well. They're awful results. They're awful results. You, they just, there's no way around it. Yes, it's Spurs, but you don't concede six goals with the team that we've got. We, that, that, like I said, that team was keeping clean sheets, you know, two years ago and playing really well. Nothing's changed. We've only added to the team. We lost for Fana, but he only made 50 appearances for us in his time at Leicester. And he was he was a good player, don't get me wrong, but we, we had replacements and we still finished in those top positions without him. Yeah, you can't you can't blame the um, lack of investment in players on how we're playing now. I mean, we've still got a squad that should comfortably get at least in the top 10 now. We've been in the Premier League for a long time and we've established a team now where we should at least so, be... To go back to my 10. point... Does Rogers? Do you say does Rogers stay, or is it? Does he? Well, yeah. I'll ask you, do you. Yes or no, and maybe a bit of reason why. What, what if Rogers should stay? What if you think Rogers has enough? Well, not going to say has enough credit in the bank, but do you think that? Well, I know my initial question was, do you think we're in a relegation battle? Yes, I think we're 100 percent in relegation. There's no way around it. Like Reedy said, if he thinks Rogers can turn it around, no offense, Reedy, you've been saying that for the past two months that he can turn it around. Rogers doesn't even think we're in a relegation battle, by the no, way. He said in the interview, we're, he we're said so in the interview that um, he doesn't look at the facts of where we are on the table. He doesn't think we're in any form of relegation scrap. But if you would have, if if we would have been in the in the league this time last year and we were sat, let's say, tenth, and then you would have looked at a team like Everton, who was sat nineteenth, and you would have looked at that and the way they are and there's kept their manager exactly the same as how we are now. I think we would have sat there and said, yeah, Everton are in a relegation battle this season. And I think you would have said that for a lot of teams, maybe not like Man United. We Arsenal, can turn it around. They have we can turn it around, but we st- needs to change. We can't keep going into these next games. We've got, I think it's about seven games now before the World Cup. And I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know where we're picking up any points. I can't see us, after the Forest game, the way we're playing, I think we're going to get no points at all under Rodgers and under this man. Well, we're drifting now. That's a scary thing. It's not even going to take a win to get us out, like, out comfortably. It's going to take a couple of wins. It's going to take a run for us now to get out there I comfortably. I said, out of these next nine games, we have to win at least five of them before the World Cup ends. Oh, sorry, before the World Cup starts to be in a comfortable position to progress forward. And I, I'm sorry, but Rodgers' time's up. He's... Uh, he, we keep having this conversation, but I don't think we're going to sack him because Top would have done it by now if he had any common sense. And I, I understand why fans trust Rodgers because they know what he can do, but I, he's had he's got a worse track record than Puel did, and the people hated Puel. But realistically, no offence, Rodgers, is, a lot of his success has come off Puel's players at the end of the day. A lot of the signings that Puel made, like Madison, Pereira, I think Castagna even maybe, they're all... And appeal. They're all good signings. They just needed time to edge in a bit. Rogers' signings have they really been good? Zaka, he's, he's starting to play the past few games, doing decent. Zuma, average. You know, I wouldn't say he's, he'd still probably would get. In my eyes, with a fully fit team, he's the third best defensive midfielder we've got behind him. Didi and Mendy, and Bertrand Vestergaard nowhere to be seen taking eight grand a weekend in a nice luxury house and a nice luxury training ground. You always forget they play for us. Exactly. You, you don't even realise that they are, you know, at the club. 
I mean, really, you're obviously kind of, you, you did say your Rogers out, it kind of sounds like your Rogers in again, you know, a bit of a yo-yo going on. What, what is your genuine thoughts? Because you seem to be Rogers in again. I'm not, I'm still Rogers out, it's just there's certain aspects to why I am. Obviously, he's picking the wrong players. After maybe the Forest game, I thought maybe Ward deserves an upstart at the ball and see what he can do. I agree. And he obviously, I don't know, it's 50-50 if I can blame him for that second goal. You just got to think... I think Casper did that star jump a lot of the time. Yeah, just, I think just at that point he looked like it was either you're going to score, so I've got to do all I can to try and get it. It just looks Sunday yeah. league, though. You wouldn't see um, Allison or any of the top keepers in the Premier League doing that manoeuvre to try and save the goal. He but that ball should, should not have got that spot in that bed. We no, saw a highlight today, and the way that ball went, just literally just went into the. Into the Struck his foot and just went. Yeah, I just think he should have. He should have stood his ground. And I think when I watched that, he looked like um, a Casper Schmeichel from Wish, because he did this exact same thing. Casper Schmeichel, you don't see it many, from many keepers where they come out and they do the starfish and they jump and spread themselves. And I think Ward has emulated that from training with Casper for a long time. Emulated that of how to save some save some shots, but he just I just. It looked like he was just trying to copy what Casper did, but had no idea of what he was doing. I mean, for a Premier League keeper to when the ball gets hit, shot at them to turn their head as if they're scared of the ball. It's like if, if you were a Sunday League keeper and you would have done that, some some of the players on your team would have been like, what the F yeah. are you doing? Well, I agree. I think we've obviously, it's been quite heated because we're all very passionate Leicester fans at the moment and we want, we want us to do well and we've got to move on now. A loss is a loss. We've lost again. We need to just go forward and see how we can take it. Obviously, next game against Palace. Um, realistically, do you see us picking any points against them? I don't. Um, again, like if we were to, I feel like we're at the point we're at the point now where it just feels like we're a broken record. Yeah, Forest was like a one-off, and every week, week in week out, I feel like we're saying the exact same things because how we lose is the it's, same. It's just getting boring now, isn't it? Same thing, Rogers in, Rogers out, Ward in, Ward out. It's just yeah, I, again, it's the same thing. We just gotta for me. If talk anything, about how you lose. It's like one of For me, it's Rogers' statement, which. I kind of hope he does because I want him to turn it around and I think if we get into a good spot again I think we'll be on a run again but maybe it's the case of switching people out put Pratton instead of another midfielder just see how it works push him out I thought he did okay when he came into the team because I just feel like he's been better than indeed this season so why not play him um, and even like JJ realistically he's looking like a league one player at the moment as much as the sun for me, he really didn't help with, like, with the sun on Saturday, but that's just an excuse. But like, he's a professional footballer. He is a professional footballer, yeah. But there's just certain players in that team where you just think, even Juice Bill, does he need a drop at times? Just give him a kick in the arse. Uh, for me, I don't think any player needs to be dropped. I think the manager just needs a new manager. All the players are just they're playing at fifty percent at the moment. You know, we're playing with the wrong tactics. Like I say, we see. Vardy, he's not scored, but that's not because he doesn't want it. It's the way he's being played, and we see, we said it with Dakar. They're not being played well. And listen, lads, we can go on and on and on about this, but we'll be back after the Palace game to talk about where we go forward. And in my eyes, 
if we lose against Palace, Rodgers should be out of that door the second we lose. I'm sorry, but we, we're not going to sack him. If we lose to Palace, he should. And if he doesn't go, you really have to question yes. the top. And you, I, in my eyes, if we don't think he's going to go, you know, I think we might as well just say hello to the championship at this rate because we're, we're just, like say, a broken record. So thanks for watching and listening, guys. Obviously, it's very heated. Uh, comments about Leicester at the moment. We want to know what you think about um, Leicester City at the moment. There's a lot to talk about in the way we go forward, but it's very repetitive in the way that we keep talking about Rodgers, we keep talking about the same players, we keep talking about the management. So have your comments in the say down below. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.